You're listening to Cannabis Health Radio. Here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. Corey Yelland, who is that? <laughs> that would be this jet-lagged individual sitting across from you. Yes, today we're going to talk to Corey about uh, her trip to Prague, where she was invited to speak at Canafest Prague 2016. That's correct. Get the name right? You got yeah. it right, yeah. And uh, then we're going to chat about some of the emails that uh, Corey gets, and we get here at uh, Cannabis Health Radio. Tell me about Prague. What was uh, what was the conference like? Many people? Thousands. Thousands and thousands. I think they estimated over 25,000 people. The area that it was being held in was 13,000 square meters big. Mm. It was like huge. Big. Huge. Big. Yeah. Really big. Yes. Yeah, I heard it is one of the uh, largest cannabis conferences in the world. That's my understanding. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So you went there for the purpose of telling your story? That's correct, yeah. I sat on a panel uh, with Dr. Malamede and uh, JB and uh, Lunar, a couple other people whose names I can't pronounce. <laughs> Who's JB? JB, Jindrick Bayer, but that's oh, not okay. how you pronounce his name, and I will never come close to being able to pronounce his name. It's uh, So we'll call him Jindrick? We'll call him Jindrick, or we'll call him JB. Yeah. <laughs> So you sent me an email when you were away saying that they are way ahead of us. What did you mean by that? Cannabis is just so much more accepted over there. They have You can go into a drugstore and you can buy products, lotions, etc. with cannabis in them. You have people smoking cannabis openly, sometimes even in bars. And at the Canifest, there was an area there, I believe, where people could just toke up if they wanted. Yeah, it was called Vape Lounge. Vape Lounge. Yeah. So did you learn anything there? I learned that there are a lot of people into cannabis on virtually every level. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Tons of seed companies, irrigation companies, fertilizers, hemp clothing. In the Czech Republic, do they have a a system whereby anyone who wants to have cannabis seeds, marijuana seeds, can get them free? I think there was something about the government handing out seeds to everybody, five seeds or something. That's right. That was my understanding. Yeah, and if they wanted more, they could simply apply and and get more. I don't know if they could get more. I don't know about that part. But Yeah. Yeah. I spoke to a number of individuals who are growing cannabis. Tell me about the documentary they were making about you or the interview they did with you. Um, I did an interview uh, with a gentleman who I believe used to do animation or something for Disney. The interview was actually an hour, hour and a half by the time we finished. And uh, so they've got a bit of a clip of part of that interview out now, and it's had over 17,000 hits already. We posted it on our website as well. Yeah. So if you want to see it, it's uh, just a two-minute clip of Corey uh, briefly telling her story, also giving a plug to Cannabis Health Radio, which was very nice of them. Yeah, I thought that was nice too. But, you know, I think they want to get the word out as well. Were there many people from outside the Czech Republic in attendance, as far as you could tell? Yes. Yeah, there was uh, an individual from Vietnam. Uh, there were people from Germany, Holland, um, all of the Balkans, Spain. Quite mm. a few people from Spain that I met as well. Um, and, of course, Dr. Malamud from uh, the States. 
So is it safe to say, Corey, that they have a different attitude towards cannabis in Europe than they do in North America? Although North America, North America is starting to yeah, it's it's coming come alive. I think it's definitely widely uh, more widely accepted over there. Just from you know from what I got from my yeah. visit there. Did you walk through the vape lounge? No, you didn't have to walk through it. It was right, you know, it was right there, kind of in the center. But um, I walked by it. Okay, you came back from Prague, and you brought me a gift. I did. And I've never had a gift like this in many, many, many years. <laughs> it's a lollipop. Tell me about it. Well, that just isn't any lollipop. That is a lollipop from Prague Canifest, and it's a cannabis lollipop. So would this actually get me high? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that it's probably CBD, but I'm not sure. <laughs> You're not sure. <laughs> no. So I'm your experiment. That's right. I'm your experiment. You haven't tried it? You didn't, I have not, you, no. Even on the airplane coming back, you didn't? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about what happened at, uh, at the Canifest in terms of dinners, speakers, and things like that. Oh, they had... It was amazing. So they had... Um, an area that was movies showing, you know, different uh, movies on on cannabis, you know, the business of getting high, that sort of thing. Uh, then they had a conference area, which was all on medical cannabis, um, had speakers all day long, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and then, of course, all your exhibitors, thousands, thousands of exhibitors. And you literally couldn't move on Saturday in there. You literally could not move. It was just so jammed. Are they more interested in recreational cannabis or medical cannabis? I don't know. I think, you know, this was a trade show, definitely. But I think the feeling that I walked away with from it was, certainly it was a, a trade show promoting cannabis, but I think it was more in the medical aspect of it. Certainly they had, you know, um, a couple of booths that were representing labs, that do testing, et cetera, um, and all about growing and, um, you know, growing proper strains and what strains they carry and what these strains do, you know, that sort of thing. So on that level, yes, it was geared to medical. One thing that I've learned uh, since you and I first got together to do this is that a number of products are starting to come out which contain cannabis, and you have gifted me this lollipop. I thank, have. thank you very much. But there are salves, ointments, mm -hmm. things like that. And I was reading that uh, there's a company, I believe in the United States, which is going to produce a milk that has high CBD in it. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was very fascinating. Were a lot of these companies exhibitors at Canifest? Yes. Is that something that you've noticed as well in the five years that you've been almost uh, at the forefront of this, I would say at the forefront of the medical side of it, that there are more and more products coming out that contain cannabis. Yes, than absolutely. The, than the yeah. Five years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Even just in in the um, what they carry at the local uh, cannabis place that I use here, Victoria Cannabis Buyers Club, the lists of products, you know, when I went there five years ago, they didn't have cannabis oil. You know, now they've got um, their their line of edibles is totally expanded. Uh, they carry cannabis oil. There's now cannabis patches. And when you were first uh, diagnosed with cancer, you had a skin cancer that you did. You apply cannabis oil to it. Yes. And how did that work? 
um, took it away in a couple of weeks. Just a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've uh, read a lot of information about people who have skin cancer or who have cancers and uh, breast cancers. And you've told me the story about the woman who had breast cancer and it was starting to come out. Mm-hmm. The cancer was starting to come out of Can- her breast. Yeah. Cancer was starting to expel through her nipple. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay, I have to ask you the story about uh, <laughs> the hotel and the photographer, because I think people may be interested in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Don't okay. hold back. Tell us everything. Okay. Um, so, uh, some people might not know, um, this is sort of first trade showy type thing I've ever gone to, um, cannabis or otherwise. The first day that I was there, I found a card under my door, a business card. And um, I didn't have my glasses on, but it looked like it was a seed company or something. And I just put it on the dresser. Didn't think anything of it. Just thought that you know somebody was advertising their product for you know from Canifest. And the next day there was another card, the same one, and I just put it on my dresser. Didn't think anything of it. Third day, same thing. Just put it on the dresser. And I was getting ready to go out. And closing my hotel room door, and um, the door kitty corner opened, and uh, the individual said, uh, excuse me, could I talk with you for a moment? And it was a um, man about, oh, I don't know, 20 years younger than me, um, to quote one of my friends, quite ripped. Anyway. English speaking? Uh, English speaking, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, so I went over, and, and he said, oh, I'm the one that's been putting the cards into your door. And I said, oh, so you're from Canifest. And he said, yes. And it turned out that he was here to do photography. And um, that was fine. And then keeping in mind, this is the first time I've set eyes on this guy. He says, I just want you to know that I find you very sexy. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, thank you. And I was a little taken back. And uh, then he said, ever since I've fed eyes on you, I've been having fantasies about you. <laughs> and I went, oh, well, I hope they're good. <laughs> and uh, then I said, well, I gotta go. And off I went to Canifest um, and I came back and there was a card under my door again that said entertain a fantasy with me. So um, <laughs> I just put that on the desk and thought, oh, yeah, okay. Um, and then I went out and came back and there was another card, this time in the lock, saying, please, P-L-E-A-S, entertain a fantasy with me. And uh, so now I'm feeling a little uncomfy. <laughs> and uh, so I go downstairs and um, got a coffee or something. I can't remember what it was I did. And then all of a sudden I see him coming towards me. And I can tell it's him because he has tattoos on his neck. So Every man I see now, I'm looking at their neck. That's the first thing I'm looking at to see if it's him. So when I see it's him and Buddy walking towards the elevator, I deke out the other way because I just I don't want any interaction at this point. And uh, um, waited for him to go up. And when I figured the coast was clear, I got in the elevator to go up to. And um, my room was just basically right off around the corner from the elevator. So I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to get my itinerary out and check it and be deep in reading while I walk to my room, because, just in case he's there. And um, when I got up to the floor, sure enough, um, he had his door perched open so that he could hear every time somebody came up in the elevator. 
And, uh, yeah, there he was in my face again. Hello, sexy, pretty lady. And I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> and went into my room. So that, that's, that's the story of photographers. And, um, I was a little late meeting up with, uh, uh, JB and Hanito and said, oh, God, you know, this is what's going on. And was telling Hanito that, you know, oh my God, he's like 20 years younger than me. And, uh, Hanito's like, oh, don't, don't sell yourself short. And, uh, then Ginger puts his arm around me and says, yeah, you're our cannabis sex goddess. So that's, uh, that's the new label for today. The cannabis sex goddess <laughs> yeah. on Cannabis Health Radio. Did, oh dear. Did you ever see the guy after that? Only from afar. Only from afar. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is, uh, he does a lot of traveling. This is probably, I don't know, like one gentleman said, you know, probably one out of ten women says yes, and he scores. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting. How uh, how was the jet lag there and back? Well, I'm really tired. I can't believe it. I'm going there. Um, I didn't do too badly. I actually managed to stay up, even though I'd been up 24 hours. When I got there, I stayed up all day. Um, by the time JB and I hooked up with uh, Dr. Malamede, I was doing the bob and weave in his room. I just about fell <laughs> when I was sitting there talking. So, um, yeah, I was pretty tired. Um, and coming back, I had only gotten two hours sleep when I got on the plane, so that didn't help. And uh, the, the trip back was rather eventful in that uh, I just about missed my flight in Calgary because we left um, Germany, Frankfurt, late. And uh, so, yeah, that was quite the event coming back. Corey, I want to switch topics now, and I want to talk about uh, the work you do uh, helping other people around the world. And you get emails. How many emails do you get a day, would you estimate? Oh, boy. A um, couple hundred. A couple hundred, yeah. A couple hundred a day? Yeah. Under two, a couple hundred a day, yeah. yeah. And what are people asking of you? Has okay, so generally the the letters tend to be um, my my wife or my husband or myself has X cancer. Do I know of anybody that's that that this oil has helped um, with their type of cancer? Another thing that I get get asked a lot is where they can find it. Sometimes they'll send me a link to. A page is this oil any good? Do I know know anything about this company? Some of them write more specific questions, like um, I'm getting really paranoid on the oil. What can I do? I don't like the high. What can I do? Let's talk about that for a second, because you have indicated that there is a product you can easily buy at the health food store, which will eliminate the high or mostly eliminate well i don't know if it eliminates the higher it makes you more alert like it's for mental clarity um but it does block the receptors that cause um anxiety and paranoia and it works like a charm and i'm the queen of paranoia on pot like totally the queen and it worked like a charm for me um so i recommend that to people who um are anxious or get anxious etc um what's it called again citicoline citicoline do you take it before or do you take it before you take the cannabis oil? What I did was take it a half hour before. I would take two capsules a half hour before I took oil. And then I started feeling more comfortable and would take one. And now I obviously don't take any. Um, although in the morning, if I'm feeling really dragged out in the morning, because I still remain on a maintenance dose of cannabis oil, um, in the morning, if I'm feeling a little grogged out, I'll take one of those and I'll snap to in 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, it's that quick. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I tell people, you know, in the beginning, if they're just really freaked out about the idea of being freaked out, then take it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they're able to wean off of it fairly quickly. The other thing you can do is just have it around and take it. If you're feeling that paranoia come on, mm. then take it. A lot of people make the mistake of taking too much too quickly mm-hmm. and uh, low dose, go slowly, mm-hmm. build up your tolerance, yeah, and then you can start, start to take more. Yeah. As Bob told us about the guy who took 50 grams at once and slept for a while. Yeah. <laughs> One of the questions that we get asked through email at info at CannabisHealthRadio.com, people, no matter where they are in the world, would say, where can I buy the oil? And mm-hmm. that's really not something that we can recommend because no. we don't know. If you live in Austin, Texas, we have no idea. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. idea. So how do you deal – do you just simply tell people, I have no idea? Um, I certainly suggest people try and make their own. I also warn them to be really, really careful because there's a lot of scammers out there. There's a heck of a lot of scammers out there. Oh. Yeah. So people selling oil, which really is not that beneficial. Or saying they're selling oil and they never even see anything. It, they never get anything back. There's a number of people that uh, impersonate – Rick Simpson, there's another scam where people will join these cannabis oil advice pages and they'll write in and say, oh, I was miraculously cured by this oil from Dr. Greenwood at Hotmail.com, right? Dr. Greenwood and he can heal you like he healed me. Well, it's all a scam and people will send money and they just never see anything. Mm. Yeah. I had a um, lovely woman in uh, the UK... Her and her granddaughter were trying to save her husband, um, the grandma's husband, and they went and got some oil, and they were Skyping with me, and they were all excited because they had found this oil. So I said, oh, show it to me. So they held up this baggie with this, what looked to be pinky red stuff in it, and um, I said, what's that? And they said, that's the oil. And I'm like, you're kidding. And they said, no, no, no. And they paid, I don't know, it was a lot of money, like a couple of thousand pounds. And it was strawberry jello, watery strawberry jello is what it was. Strawberry jello. Yeah. And they didn't know any better. No. And they're desperate. They're trying to save her husband and, you know, grandpa. And here they are with this jello. And I mean, what twigged me was she said, yeah, I took some of it to try it, but I didn't feel anything. And I said, how much did you take? And she took like a, something like a teaspoon, and I said, and you're not feeling anything. Show me this stuff. And um, yeah, it was jello. What was their response when uh, they found out what it was? They were devastated. They had, they had scraped to get this money together, mm-hmm. and um, the elderly lady was in tears. It was horrible. Yeah. yeah. Cannabis oil is very dark. Yeah. It's almost like a tar. Yeah. Isn't dark it? and thick. Dark and thick, yeah. and you just take a very, very little bit. Very, very tiny. Very tiny bit. And uh, if it's truly cannabis oil, you will feel something. Yes. And if it's a scam, you won't. Yeah, although, you know, keeping in mind that people have different tolerances. So, you know, right. some people can take a little bit more than others before they notice anything. But As we've mentioned on this program before, but it, I think it bears repeating, there's a difference between hemp oil and there's a difference between cannabis marijuana oil. Uh, yes. Yeah. Explain that to listeners. Um, well, cannabis is part of the hemp family, the hemp plant, but it's totally different than hemp. 
hemp seeds and hemp seed oil that you find in your supermarket or in your health food store is great. It's really good for your health, but the last time I knew, it's not going to do anything to help cure your, you know, kill cancer, cancer or whatever. Cancer, you really need a high high THC. THC, yeah. And one of the things I think that a number of people may be taking, not knowing that they need a high THC, is hemp oil. And they're wondering why it doesn't work. Why it's not working, yeah. 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 So it was, for you, when you first started out, it was a struggle because there weren't a lot of websites and information. This was five years ago. No, I was was completely on my own. I had the Run From The Cure video, which is where I first learned about cannabis oil. And then I had phoenixtears.ca website, and that was it. There weren't any Facebook pages. There was nothing. I was completely on my own. Was it scary for you to make the oil very first time? Extremely scary. Yeah. Extremely scary. Um, I had three people helping me. We had all watched the video several times, and we all had um, printed out instructions so that we were kind of keep check, you know, keeping a check on each other as we made it to make sure we were doing it exactly right. Mm. Do you remember the very first time you took it? I do. I was I was so petrified. Keeping in mind, I'm the queen of paranoia mm-hmm. when when I'm on pot. Um, so I actually had a friend stay with me for nine hours the first time, and I was fine. I was absolutely fine. How soon? And I've asked a lot of people this question. How soon did you know that it was working? And the reason I ask that is because when I interviewed David Hutchinson when you were gone, and he talked about his daughter who had a brain tumor, mm-hmm. she knew the location of the brain tumor uh, because of MRI. And he said when she started taking it, she could feel a fizzing in, in inside her eh? head. And I thought that how fascinating that was. Wow. And yeah. so she told her dad, and David said, great, it means it's working. working. Yeah. And a lot of people who uh, you and I have talked to have asked them similar questions. How soon did you know it was working? And some people say within two hours. Some people say within 24, within 48 hours. I knew this was this mm-hmm. was working compared to pharmaceutical medications. What about you? Well, I was on a crop load of medication and um, opiates and um, you know, Demerol morphine, Tylenol 3, 10 to 15 Tylenol 3 a day, sleeping pills. Dilaudid, opium suppository, you name it. 10 to 15 Tylenol a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And within uh, 10 days, I was down to half Tylenol 3 a day. So that was something I hadn't even counted on, was you know ha- being able to get off the painkillers. I hadn't even thought about that aspect. I was just out to cure my cancer or get rid of it. One thing that you've told me, and we we went through this in episode one, but I want to ask you again for listeners who may have missed that, is that you said, and I'm paraphrasing now, that when prior to taking the cannabis oil, you felt old and uh, you didn't feel as young as you do now. Oh, I was like an 80-year-old woman. I, I mean, I was I hadn't had a pain-free day in almost five years. Um, so... Yeah, my quality of life was pretty horrible, pretty pretty darn horrible. Because mm-hmm. I had that post posternotomy syndrome and uh, a malaligned sternum that I was dealing with. Post what? Posternotomy. Posternotomy. Yeah, from open heart surgery. So when they cut through the ter- sternum. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People forget that you had open heart surgery. You had skin cancer. You had anal canal cancer. Man, you were a mess. 
<laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I know I would see people after a couple of weeks, months of being on oil and I've had, I had people walk right past me. They didn't even recognize me anymore. The change was that, that big. It's very dramatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know you then, yeah. but uh, I've only known you, I guess we've known each other about a year now. About a year, yeah. Let's celebrate. You got me this uh, lollipop. lollipop with cannabis in it. Thank you very much. So are you getting me a bottle of wine or something? <laughs> <then>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cannabis-infused wine. Is yeah. there such a thing? Absolutely there is. There is? Oh, yes. Oh, ah. yeah. What does it taste like? I haven't had any, oh. but I know it exists. There is everything that you can possibly imagine. They're, they're actually coming out with um, tampons now that uh, have cannabis in them to use um, great with cramps, etc. They've got, uh, you know, the patches with cannabis. They've got you know, lollipops, popcorn, cannabis energy drinks. Maybe the photographer had some cannabis wine. <laughs> Maybe he did. And you don't care. <laughs> and I don't care. You said in the two-minute clip that we have on our Facebook page and on our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, that you saved over a 1,000 people. And that is probably a a conservative figure because Mm -hmm. some people you never hear from again. That's right. Yeah, And then I'll hear via the grapevine. You know, like I remember this one gentleman. He was a brain tumor, and I didn't hear anything back from him. I just assumed that he had passed away. And then I heard through the grapevine, no, that's completely gone. He's been back at work for six months doing great. Tell me the story, uh, Corey, about this fellow, and we're going to interview him, the fellow in uh, Australia who, right. who came up here yeah. and contacted you. Tell me that story. Uh, so his name's Steve, and Steve uh, had stage 4 liver cancer. I had spoken with him quite some time ago on Skype, and um, one day I just got a, a private message from him saying that he wanted to go for coffee, and it turned out he'd come all the way up here to try and get uh, cannabis oil and um, started on a regime. We, we met for coffee and um, he got started on cannabis oil and I believe it was, I want to say five weeks. It was a really short period of time. Um, we cleared him. He was clear in five weeks. And he thought he was going to die. Oh, they had told him he was going to die. Yeah. And he definitely, you know, looked that like he wasn't feeling well. Yeah, we want to talk to Steve, and um, I guess we can probably try and arrange that in the next couple of weeks. They're 15 hours ahead. Yeah. So we'll try and arrange a mutually convenient time. Time. Yeah, I was just messaging with him yesterday, actually. Oh, great. Okay. And he's willing to tell his story? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Good. That's great. Well, it's good to have you back. (laughs) Thank you. uh, Away from those nasty photographers. Nasty photographers. Frog that go to these uh, conferences. Do you have any other invitations that you've received to speak at uh, events like this? Um, I may possibly, possibly, it's nothing solid right now. I'm hoping maybe go to um, the medical cannabis convention. Where's that? It's being held in Prague in uh, March, and apparently there's one being held in Germany. I spoke with a gentleman from, I don't know if he was Holland or Spain, I can't remember, but um, mentioning that um, they'd be be interested in having me in Barcelona. So that would be really, really cool if it happened, get the word out there. Yeah. um, Yeah. Do they need someone to talk about a radio podcast? 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, very interesting. Well, it's good to have you back, Corey, and uh, we'll continue doing this because it's a lot of fun. It's great helping to educate people and give them the information so they can make the decisions to uh, improve their health. Absolutely. And, and it's fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming back, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Alrighty, Sounds great. You've been listening to the Cannabis Health Radio Podcast. Visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.